Have you ever heard the myth that you should never, ever, ever let soap touch your cast iron pots and pans? Well, I'm here to tell you that's not true at all. You are listening to the Create Yourself Podcast, the show that brings you joy and new experiences every week through the kitchen, even when you're working at home with kids. And I'm your host, Sarah Figley. All right, so cast iron originated in China back in the early 6th century, roughly. It has since been used for anything and everything from wagon wheels to automobile crankshafts and machine parts. And and yes, also our most beloved skillets that we use to make everything from cornbread to perfectly seared steaks. Cast iron cookware is actually made by melting blocks of iron and steel together. So then the chemical mixture is made and mixed until the carbon levels are raised and then it is poured into sand molds and polished until they're smooth. Now older pans are a lot smoother than newer pans. Uh, They were polished a lot more and they till they were completely smooth and nowadays our pans have a little bit of that pebbly texture to them, keeping the texture of the mold a little bit to it. And personally, I actually like it a little bit more just as far as like holding it goes. Um, even though most of the time you're not holding it with your bare hands because the whole thing gets hot, but I feel a lot less likely to accidentally drop it. I don't know. I don't think that that would actually uh, necessarily help, but that's my personal preference. So uh, the heat capacity of these is actually lower than aluminum, but since they're so dense, they have two times the heat retention ability, which is really cool, mostly because it means that the pan will stay a consistent temperature when you put that uncooked food into it. Typically, when you add it to a regular pan, the temperature drops significantly when you put uncooked food into it and it has to bring it back up to temperature. Whereas these are less likely to drop as drastically, which means that you can get that really thick, crispy, evenly cooked outer layer on meats that everybody really loves. And also means that if you're frying with oil, you use less oil when you're cooking and the oil will be more able to stay up to temperature, which means that the food won't absorb as much of the oil either. So really cool facts. Now, not only is cast iron safe for the stove, but we also can use it for the oven and even campfire cooking, which is probably my favorite way to use it just because it's so different from what most people do. And I don't know, something about cooking with a campfire is just a lot more fun to me. But let me know what your favorite way to use cast iron is in the comments below, whether that be baking or cooking on the stove, specifically with meats or on your grill. 
Want to make cooking in your cast iron pan even easier? How about you head over to sarahfigley.com for your free cheat sheet on for spices, sauces, and dressings. Just subscribe to my email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. So the first thing that comes to most people's minds when they hear cast iron is the term seasoning that comes along with it. And people cringe at the thought of it because they think that it's really time consuming and difficult to do. Um, So what is seasoning and how does it work exactly? The surface of cast iron, if you look at it under a microscope, is actually porous. It's got cracks and irregularities. Uh, uh, When you cook food on that unseasoned pan, the food will seep into those pores and the cracks, and it creates a chemical reaction with the metal, so it's essentially bonding with the pan. So you know those times when you're cooking something and it's like, oh, I can't get it off of there? It's because it's pretty much bonded to the pan. So this won't happen if you season it the right way, but uh, it's really not as hard as it as most people make it out to be. Um, seasoning is so important to get that nonstick coating on it, and it doesn't happen overnight, but if you use it every day, it happens pretty quickly. How it happens is when a fat is heated in the presence of metal and oxygen, it polymerizes. So what polymerizing is, is essentially forming a solid plastic type of substance that coats the pan and it bonds to the surface. So remember when I said that it isn't true, you can't wash your cast iron with soap. The theory behind that is because you're using fat as a barrier between the metal and the food, but because you're heating that fat, it's polymerizing and bonding to the pan, making it non-reactive to the soap. So the soap isn't effective in removing it. Now, if you just put some oil on there on a hot pan and only let it sit there while it's cooling and then wash it, yes, it will break down that fat layer. Uh, But really, if you're doing it the proper way, then uh, washing it with soap will not affect your pan. What will affect your pan is letting water sit on the surface, which means no letting it soak in your sink for five to seven days like we normally do with our pots and pans. (laughs) That will bring about that rust, which don't worry, these pans can take it. You can fix that. But to minimize that, um, make sure you're heating your pan up after you wash it and you should not have any problems at all. All right, so when it comes to oil, is there a certain oil that we should or shouldn't be using? And the answer to that is really no, it doesn't matter too much. But scientifically, highly unsaturated fat polymerizes much better than saturated fat, which means that the common thought process behind using bacon bacon grease and lard to season your pan is also not true. So your highly unsaturated fats are like corn and vegetable or canola oil. So they polymerize much better than the lard shortening and animal-based fats. But really, 
the animal-based fats were a lot easier to get a hold of and cheaper, so that's what they used, and it really works just as well. So when you get a new pan, what should you do with it? So they can come pre-seasoned or not pre-seasoned. Um, the pre-season just means you don't have to do as many rounds of the initial seasoning. Any new pan, what you're going to do is scrub the whole thing down with kosher salt. Um, that's that nice gritty texture to get out all of the dust and any debris that is possibly in there. Get all of that out. And then you're going to wash it in hot soapy water. Immediately place it in your preheated oven for roughly eight minutes. Uh, that'll just remove all of the moisture out of it. So that way the oil can really get on that surface. And then you're going to oil the entire pan. And I mean the handle and the outside also. So the whole pan, this initial seasoning, we need to do the whole pan. Now you don't have to do that every time you reseason your pan from here on out, but this initial one, you definitely have to do the entire thing. And then once you get a nice coating of oil on that entire pan, you're going to put it in a 450 degree oven for roughly 30 minutes. Now, if you have your oven near a door I or a window, I recommend opening either of those and turning on that fan because it will smoke a lot. And you're going to do this about three to four times until it is nice pitch black color. And then it will be ready to use for anything and everything you can throw at it. Now, if you go to a flea market and get a old pan, like one of my first ones, um, it may have rust spots on it, which is typically how most people get rid of them just because they think that they can't use them anymore and they're better for decoration than anything. But these pans are awesome because you can actually fix that. So what you're going to do is when they're when you get a used one full of rust or you pull out your barely used pan that you haven't been keeping up with oiling and you realize that there's some surface rust on it what we can do is get a steel wool and scrub the whole thing down until there's no more rust spots and then you're going to wash it with that warm soapy water put it in the oven to really get all that moisture out of that cookware and then you're going to redo exactly what we did in the last one. Now, you don't necessarily have to do it three to four times. You can just do it one or two times. Um, but you'll be able to tell just based on how bad the rust was, like it might be like starting brand new or it might just be a little bit of surface rust and it's just reseasoning just spots here and there will be ready to use and they will last you as long as you take care of them. They will last you for forever and you can use them for anything and everything and they keep your food nice and warm to temperature if you're preparing it beforehand and then realize, oh, I need to go and do this before we even eat. So um, it, they're really my most, probably most, most used things as far as cooking goes. Um, but let me know in the comments below what your favorite recipe is for your cast iron pans. 
Thanks for joining me this week on Create Yourself. Make sure to visit sarahfegley.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, I'd appreciate a shout out on Instagram so I can say hi, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you.